This is Friendology, where a bunch of good friends meet together to talk about issues, like experiences, but in the context of deepening friendship. We're a bunch of guys that want to bring together a model of what could be when it comes to male friendships, and how to grow in intimacy, and perhaps even refrain what masculine friendship could look like. Thank you for joining this first episode as we share a little bit about what we hope to see coming out of this podcast. So join us as we talk, share, and experience friendship. So maybe uh, just to make this worthwhile, I, I do like Josh's idea, just hearing again while we're all in the same room, like hearing each other's hearts, to, for lack of better English and language, just about what our desires, our hopes are for what this could be. It's just a grand idea. Sometimes, like, in the very genesis of an idea, in the very seed of an idea, is when we start off saying, here's what what could be, and then it takes a life of its own based on how it's received out there as well, too, right? But if, if at the very least, at the beginning, saying, what do we hope this could evolve to be, or what are our, like, why did we say yes, maybe, for diving into this? I'd say an example of healthy male connection and, um, well, even just healthy male connection and friendship, yeah. Mm-hmm. An example of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why is that important to you? Because you don't see too much of that. Yeah. yeah. I agree. I, I was reading an article and I was having a conversation with someone on that very topic. I had not realized that it was that men have such difficulty being friends. I'm, I'm a significant introvert. So I, I, it's not something that is at the forefront of my thought processes, right? Um, but I didn't realize really that it was that men had such difficulty having friendships, and it was very um, eye-opening for me. So it's 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 in sync with what you're saying, completely in sync with what you're saying. Or like guys, they're friends, but they go to the bar, they watch the game, but that's as far as any kind of connection or. Um, impact goes on each other, where it's very on the surface, mm-hmm. uh, and that's my experience, even with most of my male friends, even my, my brother, that um, we're fairly close, but it's still very hard to mm-hmm. break into that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if it's just not common, or if it's considered taboo, or I, I don't know what it is, but well, I guess like you said, it's not it's not modeled. It's not right? modeled, yeah. And we, we only see exactly what you're describing, of just guys going to the bar and just talking about the weather. Um, or games. Or, or games, yeah. Or chicks. Or chicks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's true, though. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. imagine being a non-straight dude that actually listens to his feelings. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Joshua, just um, appealing for input from around, around the group on an individual basis, why did we say yes to this? To the recording? or To, to being a part of this idea. Um, and so I was, Chris, before you answer, oh, was just sorry. saying, Chris was just saying, for him, it's because he, um, just, say you're answering him, we're just kind of I'll steal your word model, but there's not a lot of models of... You, you, you said that first. I didn't say model, though. More or less. Yeah, I'll first. take credit for it again. <laughs> <laughs> there's not a lot of models of healthy male relationships. It's always, you know, what you see is like very superficial, like, um, guys get together and watch the game, or they go to the bar, they do this, they do this, they'll play sports together, but there's no real examples of deep connection or 
companionship that's uh, less on the surface, yeah. Mm, that's a good one. Um, I definitely um, joined because, or agreed to it out of fear pressure. Why <laughs> 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 you do everything? There's the honest piece there. <laughs> and this is a psychologist who's uh, <laughs> just supposed to say. I love, I, I love the group. I love you people. I love... Wait, did you just call us you people? I know, all of you guys. <laughs> and he directed it at um, the color section. And <laughs> when, when I have such a deep love and, and connection and depth, I want to involve myself with all the things Ooh. and yeah. to continue the depth and continue strengthening the connection. So that's one piece. The other piece is I think we all, and, and myself included, have something to contribute to the conversation and the discussion on what friendship's about and so and then I just enjoy it just enjoy having good conversations um, so those are I, I would say my big reasons so, yeah. Franco yeah why do you want to be a part of this is that for me yeah 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 oh sorry um, uh, well because Megan told me to Just to note, 
the, the, the victims are showing up before the bully for the bully session. <laughs> How does that make sense, right? <laughs> Sorry to interrupt. No, I, I have multiple reasons for having interest. Um, there's the... There's the broader sociological, there's technological, and there's the, you know, personal, uh, professional aspect, which I'll tell you. So I am, I am actually um, on the verge of doing something like this myself on two spectrums, my technological world and my sociological world, where I'm hoping to do micro mini courses and do a YouTube channel. I have everything set up. But I'm just not ready yet. And I thought when Binyam mentioned this, this would be a perfect opportunity for me to do sort of experience a dry run of it in with the people aspect and also with the technology. So that's one reason. So all we are is a dry run. Oh just a quick pause here while I change the cassette over to the other side, for lack of better words than speaking. Here's the continuation of this conversation. <laughs> I, I, should have, I should have said that part last. <laughs> the other reason is that I've been immersed through different cultures that had toxic masculinity at the epitome of it all. So you would know this, but I'm Jamaican Canadian. So Jamaican, American Canadian. And in Jamaican culture, toxic masculinity was ever present. In the American culture, toxic masculinity was ever present. It's actually present here in Alberta. And what I found with toxic masculinity in the way that I've experienced it is that it prevents males from really having these meaningful relationships. Mm -hmm. For fear of being labeled a thing or another, or for fear of one thing or the other, when there's no reason why men shouldn't be able to have meaningful relationships in spite of where they are in the spectrum of the different identity constructs, right? Oh, yeah. And so that, Mr. Oshawa, no, was the substantial second, or I should have said that first, <laughs> reason for me in terms of wanting to engage in this dialogue to learn and understand other perspectives and hearing and understanding other perspectives to sort of understand myself too. Because in a lot of ways, as an introvert, as, like, as Frank is, I've never had the courage or the strength to pursue friendships too much um, for fear of the, talk, the residual stuff that comes out from toxic masculinity. And for other reasons, which most of you in the group know why, I've never always had healthy relationship with guys. And, and so knowing that healthy relationship, good, solid healthy relationship with with men friends can happen, mm -hmm. I felt that this would provide me with the forum to talk, learn, and and gather gather a positioning for myself in that regard. Mm -hmm. So that that was the other reason. Apart from the dry run. Mm -hmm. Apart from the dry run, that was the other reason as well. Yeah. Frank, did you hear all that? I certainly did. That was very well said. Oh my god, good. Don't ask me to repeat any of it. <laughs> thank you, sir. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I, I was very stream of consciousness, and so I wouldn't remember a word I just said. <laughs> it's from the heart. It's from the heart. It's from the heart. Yeah. Um, were you bullied to be here as well? <laughs> Actually, in all fairness to him, no, I wasn't. No, I, <laughs> I wasn't bullied. He stopped by one.
one Sunday evening, and it was I was pretty easy sell. I was pretty. I thought I think I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So no, I I wasn't bullied. <laughs> <laughs> to see the real need 
about this on a grander scale, and I think that's the part you were talking to Jonathan there when you were um, on the live stream with me. Yeah. You actually had real time uh, chance to to hear the voices on the other side of those. So even when we started bringing in the live cast feature, for example, you know, just hearing like I I would say from my platform, I just heard the hunger of what could be as people are saying, what does this look like? I imagine like a huge portion of our audience may definitely be males who are saying, hmm, this is what I was really hoping for but didn't have access to. But then secondly, it also goes right outside of that, that specific um, category that we're aiming for to include kids, to include mothers, to include like other contexts of people who are, who are listening and saying this is really good and and, and worthwhile investing time in, in what could be it. So I, I look at this investment on our part that started off in the selfish realm as actually paying huge dividends down the line here. Now, it may be that we don't even like, you know, we're probably a year from now and probably have five followers still. Might I suggest, I'm not driven by numbers that way as I'm driven by the quality. And that's why I was really, really like keen on having these voices here. Especially because of what we've cultivated. Now, of course, you're like the newcomer here. And yet, why are you here? Because I've gotten to know you. I'm like, he is in sync. You know, like John has already had a chance to interact with you a few times, and you guys are connecting kind of thing. I'm like, you definitely have a place here. Frank, why am I, why are we going through this, um, this, um, it's not a hassle, but you thought it was. Did you feel sorry for him? <laughs> <laughs> but more so to say... Wait, uh, did you billy him to be part of this? <laughs> he did not. He tried to get... Uh, I, I was the one who tried to try to convince him. But all this to say, there's that immersive element of there's something I think that each of us is taking away from this in a very personal way. As over a year of time and then into the future kind of thing, we're seeing an evolution even in our fumbling for it in friendship. But we're putting ourselves on display as we are saying we are we're on the wavelength that makes us meaningful, right? It's not like we're going to get together and say, oh, what are we doing? There's just things that we're already voluntarily doing as we share ourselves. And then we're sharing ourselves on a very public way where others are saying, we caught the scene. And then there's this new concept that I've learned since being on social media where it says, it passes the vibe test. The vibe test is, was this contrived? Was this kind of choreographed? Was this kind of like, did it seem sort of mechanical? Or was there a fluidity to this that, that people are really going to tap into? And that's a real essence of they're buying into us and how we're sort of... Um, coalescing is, is probably a good, good, good way to describe what we're trying to do. And so that's why I really am thrilled and excited about this opportunity. Even coming here today, like, late by an hour almost, right? <laughs> the taskmaster meeting says, be there, kind of thing, you know? And, and yet, it's just a sense of, yeah, I, on, on one hand, I'm like, hmm, there's some things I could address here. But on, on the other hand, it's like, but I'm amongst friends, and I know they'll be understanding and so on as I, you know, come into this setting here, and that's what's really helpful. So that's my presumptuous vibe. grace. <laughs> I'll take every inch of it. <laughs> uh, yes, so I, that's the part I think that makes this really meaningful for me. Is as I asked you guys, I knew the, I knew why I was asking. I knew what kind of things you guys were bringing, even if your answer was no, even if you were like, I'm not sure if I'm on the way. Like, I knew why I was asking in, in, in the first place. I was asking you guys basically to say, would you be willing? to be on display in your humanity as we figure out how, what could be going forward. As we figure out, it's not like we had intention saying, we're going to show you how, we're not coming to this opportunity to show that we're the professionals 
I would almost call ourselves friendologists, which for me is a way of saying we're studying what it looks like to be a better friend. Mm. You know, we're striving in our experience. And so comes to conclusion our first ever podcast on what friendship could look like. A different model, a more intentional one that celebrates how to be vulnerable, how to be open, how to grow in trust, and to build something substantial for the long game. I hope you enjoyed this first episode as we talk about what we hope to see out of this podcast as friends gather together and talk about what could be. We look forward to having you join us next week as we talk about the word intuition. Thanks for joining us.